I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Yeah, thank you everybody for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Good morning, I am Rudy Povich, the podcast that proves life is a lot of work for little in return. Today on the show, oh, what a weekend, huh? Stand-up comedy and football games and watching some old crabby lady come to a wedding reception who kind of brought everybody down and then more amazing football games. But first, hey, don't forget merchandise. You can find it now. As if you, if you are watching on the Instagram Live, you'd see that. See that cup right there? That mug of coffee, a long walk to Cleveland. That can be yours. Just go to rudypovich.com. Also, a couple of shows coming up. Uh, what is it? October 22nd. Yes, October 22nd. Myself, Tommy Thompson. Uh, we will be at um, the Hog's Breath in Roseville. Uh, lineup's going to go on about 8 a.m., I believe. 8, 8, 8 a.m. 8 p.m., I believe. Yeah, 8 p.m. Uh, ticket prices, all that stuff. We'll get to all that uh, a little bit later once we finally figure all that out. But uh, more information is coming. I got to say hi to some people. Good morning, Lindsay. Uh, oh, what's up, Jules? Happy Monday morning to you, too. Jamie, Amanda, nice to see everybody. Dana, Kim, Char, D, Wyatt. Oh, were you guys watching? I bet you were. I bet you were watching. I bet everybody else was sitting around the house figuring the Vikings were going to go on to a big win on Sunday, huh? High snap, put down. Joseph, come on! It is good! No, he missed it. Good. Are you kidding me? He missed it right. <laughs> he missed it right. Are oh, my kidding me? Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> this, he missed it right. What a gut punch to a team. Ball that play after play toward the end fought its way back. Oh, missed it by like a foot. You can say whatever you want about the Minnesota Vikings, but they are consistent. Consistent as all get out, are they not? Wow. Have you ever seen a team have more trouble with a kicker? I mean, for years now. You go Gary Anderson. You go... Blair Walsh. Now you go this chump. Oh, my God. Oh, Lindsay, why? Why would you play that replay? Here's the thing. I don't mind. It's topical because that that clip of P.A., Paul Allen from the Minnesota Vikings, making the call that it's good, not waiting until the ref signal, losing his mind, and then having to retract the statement. I've met P.A. We used to work in the same building for a while. I worked at a different radio station, same uh, company that owned KFAN. And P.A. is a really nice guy. I think some people think he's a hack. He's a little too over the top. I think he's I think he's very nice and is been that voice of the Minnesota Vikings and you know probably won't go on and have as a lustrous, legendary career as guys like Bob Euchre from my own Milwaukee Brewers, but I'm just saying, like he's a good dude. And I feel bad that he had to make that call and then retract it live on oh, that's that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Great games yesterday, though, huh? I mean, between that and then the Arizona game and... Oh, man, it was just like... It was lights-out football yesterday. You got to have the 0-1 Detroit Lions taking on the 0-1 Green Bay Packers tonight for Monday Night Football, which I'll probably catch about half that game. I don't know. The Pack have not looked... Oof, that first that first game was brutal to watch. I mean, 
I'm sure that there's going to be something that fucks up the, the Packers game tonight. And then Minnesota fans will be like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Stick that in your freaking pipe and smoke it, you goddamn cheese heads. You guys are blowing leads, too. Oh, man. You knew that was going to happen. And here's the thing. So yesterday, we're watching the game at my sister's place. We're outside on the deck. And it's three seconds before they snap the ball. And I got it set up on my, my phone, connected to my wristwatch, that every time my phone goes off, my wristwatch has to be like, hey, buddy, somebody loves you because they sent you a text message. And I bet you want to read what that text message read. So just as they're about to snap the ball, my phone goes off. My watch vibrates. I look at my phone and it was from my daughter's mom. And all the text said was, oh, my God, he missed it. I look up at the screen. They snap the ball. And I'm like, motherfucker. Are you kidding me? The what? You don't watch football. You have absolutely no, no vested interest in any of these games. So the one time I'm watching football, you're watching football, and you ruin it, you ruined it. You ruined that moment for me. God, because what we were watching is on Hulu, and it's like, I don't know, maybe seven seconds behind. So he misses the kick, she texts me, and then I get to watch the kick sail right, and I'm like, are you, what? God damn it. I'm like, dude, we're like seven seconds behind you. You totally just ruined this for me. And of course, to them, they laugh. Oh, God, that sucks. Ah, you're a piece of shit. God, I wish I would have made a baby with somebody else. Ah, that sucks. Anyway. No, not anyway. God, not anyway. I was so angry about it. But what do you do, man? I don't know. I mean, I guess that story is much better than just like, no, I watched the game and then he missed it and we all went on with our lives. No big deal. Uh, I was up in Duluth, Minnesota. You guys should take a trip to Duluth, Minnesota. I'm a big fan of Duluth, Minnesota. I guess maybe because I saw it for years as like my only respite from the Iron Range of Hibbing. Because you had nowhere else to go. You wanted to go school shopping. You couldn't just go to Kmart and buy all the same shit everybody else bought. You had to go to Duluth. When you skipped school, you had to plan it out. You're like, all right, listen, it's an hour, 20 minutes to downtown Duluth. If we skip third period... That means we can get to downtown Duluth, we can hang out, go to Ragstock, go to Electric Fetus, stop by the last place on earth. We got to leave town by like 110 for us to be able to get back here in time so that we can make football practice. But if we do it correctly, we can get in and out. That was like our only spot you could go to. So I love going up north and I guess maybe I just see it a little differently now. I'm seeing like how it's really, because West Duluth is still, dude, that's like that's almost like third world country sometimes. You go through there and you're like, how are these buildings standing? Look at some of these homes. My God. I mean, the, the settlers built these fucking things and they're still up on sticks. I don't get it. It's, a gr- it's great. And I'm like seeing all the love Duluth is getting. Amanda, love Duluth. Go all the time. Lynn, we go to Duluth at least three times a year. Yeah, Duluth's great. Uh, Fickers Brewing Complex. I was up there on Saturday night along with Maggie Ferris, Ellie Hino, and Maxwell Chapman. It was a really fun show. Everybody was great. The guys at the uh, Comedy Lounge, you know, just so accommodating. Here's a little clip of uh, me getting up on stage. Man, I love coming up north. I'm originally from northern Minnesota. I'm from the Iron Range. It's a little town called Hibby. What? Lies. Lies. 
lies. Oh, it's a lie. Hitting is not a woo town. It's not. It's more of a poo town than it is a woo town. God. It'd be such a shithole that even the post office has a Bud Light sign in the window. Just walk in, you're like, oh, the roll of stamps. And what do you guys got in happy hour tonight, huh? Please stamp responsibly. It's the only city where both sides of the tracks are shitholes. <laughs> even Bob Dylan was like, hey, fucking fuck this place. <laughs> That's the best Bob Dylan impression you're going to hear tonight, okay? No, these guys were great. It was fun, and it was great to see so many people that I didn't know were going to be showing up. I had high school buddies that arrived. Uh, I had uh, my brother and his wife, Kelly, came up. I, uh, I even told the uh, the whole bit. I was like, well, since my brother's here, I might as well just try this bit. And I did the whole bit. If you saw me at House of Comedy, I did it there, too. I did the bit about, you know, meeting my brother for the first time and, you know, how I got a new sister. And Yeah, it was, uh, it was great. It was a really nice show. You know, my buddy Victor and his wife came out. And afterwards, of course, I'm with like, you know, my old high school buddies. I'm like, well, what do you guys want to do? I haven't seen you in years. I suppose you guys just don't want to drive home. And they're like, dude, we're going to the titty bar. So you can join if you want. I was like, well, I'm in. I got nowhere to be. So we went down. What is that place called? Um, Togas? The, the Saratoga. There we go. We're at the Saratoga. And, you know, my buddy Victor is there with his, with his, I said wife earlier. I think it's his girlfriend. And... She's super shy, has never really been in like a strip club setting before. So this gal comes up and she's like, uh, can I give you a lap dance? And of course, Victor's old lady is like, uh, she doesn't know what to do. She looks at Victor and Victor's like, if you want, I'll pay for it. And uh, his girlfriend jumped up off that stool and ran to the back champagne room faster than anybody I'd ever seen. I was like, I think she was kind of waiting for this one, dude. You know, I think that's why she's here tonight. I don't know if she's coming back home with you, but if she is, you're a lucky guy. But I got a feeling you're going to have to pry her hands <laughs> off that stripper a little bit later. But finally, at like quarter to one, I just had to tell those guys. I'm like, dude, I, I don't drink like you guys anymore. Those days are done, man. I've had a long day. I've been up at them working. Then, you know, had to get up and perform, break all this stuff down. Now I'm here. It's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, man, I got shit to do. So called it a night. It was nice. It was such a great great evening and you know maggie ferris is just like so accommodating and awesome and i don't know if you get a chance to see her i would definitely say go do it she's one of my good friends in this town in this scene and i'm very i feel very privileged that she allows me to go up and do some time in front of her uh then what happened on uh saturday we were up at anger park in duluth i had never been before but holy wow what a beautiful park just an amazing setting it's funny that I was talking with somebody at the reception. I said, you know, if you showed, because we were up on like the furthest, biggest point of the hill and you're looking out over the harbor and there's Canal Park and you're watching the the lift bridge go up and down and there's sailboats and it's all of Lake Superior and you're just, you're looking at all the railroad tracks and it's beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. And I said, isn't it funny that you could take a picture of this and then put it side by side with 20 miles southwest of Mankato? And they'd be like, that's not in the same state. There's no way. There's no way. This place is a beautiful oasis. This place with the high bluffs and all the sailboats and the happy people, that can't be in the same state as the flattest land. This is North Dakota. This is where miserable people live. This isn't where fun people live. This picture, when you're up on the hill and you got a couple of cold beers in your hand, you're looking out over the water and the wind's blowing. I mean, it makes you want to love somebody, doesn't it? 
I was up on that hill, I was like, man, if I was going to propose to somebody, this is where it would be. You're up on this hill, you're looking out over, it's beautiful, it's stunning. Then just go ahead and just go to like, I don't know, Wasika. <laughs> what the fuck is this place? How is this in the same state? How? How is it even possible? But it's beautiful. And uh, it was my cousin John's wedding reception. Him and his wife, Michaela, got married during the pandemic and wanted to just have a little thing, you know, outside with some uh, family members who couldn't make it the first time around. And while the uh, festivities started going, there was a woman, I could see her walking up the path and I could tell it was kind of a hike. You know, like you're in, the, you're in this park and to get up to where this, it was this beautiful gazebo and, you know, it was all set up nice and decorated and the guy, the kids worked really hard getting this thing together, you know. But then like grandma had driven up from Red Wing to come to this thing and I could tell by the look on her face as she's walking up the path, I'm like, she's pissed. She is pissed that she needs to be here. You could, you could see it in her. So this old battle axe gets up to where the gazebo is and, uh, you know, my cousin John's wife is incredibly excited to see your grandmother and she comes over and she goes to give her a hug and puts her arms around her grandma does not hug back grandma says well i'm sorry i'm crabby i was like well wow that's a great introduction and she goes michaela says well grandma like how could you be upset it's saturday like it's one of the most beautiful days in the summer like we're not gonna have many more of these and look at the view and her mom said i could get that down in red wing i was like listen you old fuck could you please at least put on a smile? It's your granddaughter's wedding reception. Regardless if you want to be here or not, she's going to have to remember this wedding reception as you being a total coos. So how about park your fucking attitude, grab a goddamn Jimmy John's, listen to the playlist I put together, and shut the fuck up. It's not your day. Oh my God, heaven forbid if you had to leave your fucking Barca lounger in Red Wing and drive all the way up. up. By the way, Beautiful drive all the way from Red Wing. Beautiful drive. And all you're going to do is complain. You, you just arrived and all you're going to do is piss and moan. Everybody did everything for you. It's not like you're making dinner this afternoon. You're not having to like cook for all these people. You didn't put up the decorations, move tables. None of that shit. Grandma, shut up. This isn't about you. As Amanda says, totally not about you, Grandma. God damn. I was just looking at that lady going, could you be any more rude? To these two kids who just want to spend a day with loved ones, who just want to celebrate their love with you. They were, they thought enough to put you on the guest list. And here you are talking about how crabby you are. And I can get this view down a red wing. Well, then fucking stay there. Why'd you come? Why don't you turn your ass back around? I'm not going to let you ruin my day, but your day is already ruined. So how about you have a little bit of tact, keep your mouth shut, granny. And don't bring down everybody else who's trying to have a good time. Christ. It's free booze and, and cornhole. Why not just have a little of both? Ah, it was so aggravating. Lynn, she should have just stayed home. I agree. Why did you have to come? You didn't have to be here. No. Listen, I imagine that your granddaughter wanted you here and she's happy that you are here. So why don't you just put a smile on your face and keep it zipped? Why does it have to be that hard? You're making that choice of walking up to the top of this thing. Listen, if you wanted everybody to know that you were in a bad mood, we knew. Message received, Grandma. Because I saw you walking up those stairs and just went, ooh, this lady is not happy. And of course, you know, it must have been like Michaela's aunt who brought her there. 
And when Michaela's aunt was walking up, she was just like rolling her eyes like, oh my God. Oh, this is so bad. Why do I have to put up with this old lady? And you don't. Why are we all? No, listen, bullshit. I, I call shenanigans. Tell grandma to go pound sand. You don't have to invite everybody. Also, I don't know. Maybe we kind of put this one back on family members. Because I, I can't imagine that Nana has always been a shining light. And Nana, everywhere she goes, just brings joy and rainbows to everybody's disposition. But this one time, she just happened to be angry? No. That lady is in her, in her 80s and has definitely, definitely been fucking mad about all sorts of shit for years now. So how about, um, you know, you leave Nana at home next time. Don't invite her. Because you know it's going to be a pain in the ass. I mean, we all have friends like that. We all have friends. Like I told you guys a story the other night about my birthday party and the neighbors down the street brought her friend and her friend was completely shit-faced and got up on stage and made an ass of herself and was hammered and then the friend had to come back and apologize. Listen, your friend is a dipshit. But it's also a little bit on you to know that your friend acts that way, that you have to like sort of steer their ship when they're not able to. So for how much your friend is a moron, um, you have to put this one on you. Because you should know how they are going to react, right? It's like why you don't like bring children to comedy clubs. You don't bring them to certain movies. Because you know what they're going to do. Uh, let's see, Amanda, someone should have spiked grandma's drink. That's what I'm saying, man. Like There was enough booze lying around there. We could have got grandma all loopy. And if not, there's a very sharp, steep cliff right off the side. That would have been nice. Uh, Kim, senile old lady. Man, it was so, I don't know. It's like, first off, you're, I can, already I know I don't like you. And secondly, you're bringing everybody down, Grandma. Like, why does it have to be, we're not here for you. We're not here to, like, accommodate you. We're here to celebrate these two kids that fell madly in love and got married in a pandemic. So how about you, next time, keep it zipped or bring some knitting needles or take that knitting needle and jam it in your throat. We'd much rather have that. God damn. I was, I was so, ugh, that, that old lady just like bothered me. But I just, I don't know. I, I had my dog with me. My mom was there. Some relatives I really like hanging out with. So we just like hung out on the side of the, the, the edge and just like looked at the, the water. It's like, it's a beautiful day. Like this is one of these moments where you look back and you go, dude, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful that I have all these nice people here. I'm grateful that I don't have a grandma who's a total coos. I'm glad that I got, you know, couple of cold beers in my hand and I got a dog who's hanging out with me and I'm glad we got some tunes. Like, that's a good life, man. God damn. Uh, Amanda, oh man, are you in my brain? Our son's wedding is next weekend and this is an issue for us. Yeah, and you have to be the one because you already know how these people are going to react. You have to be the one to cut it off at the pass. You got to be the one to step in and go, if you are going to act like this, we can't have you. Or just completely don't invite them at all, have the party, and then when they find out about it, because they more than likely will, when they come to you and go, what the fuck, how come I didn't get an invite? Go, dude, I didn't invite you because one day I just went, well, you know, screw that person. I didn't invite you because you gave me reasons not to invite you. That's the only reason why. You gave me re. I've never just looked at somebody and been like, that guy sucks. The only reason I think that way about you is because you've only given me reasons to think that way about you. 
whether it be like your attitude towards people or how you treat others. I'm not making this up. I'm not just like going, oh, I am just going to haphazardly pick people out of the crowd and say I hate them. I'm only doing it because you gave me those reasons to think that way. So, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with telling people, dude, you're not, you're not invited. You are not invited to this one. You got to sit it out because we know what you're going to do. We know that you can't be trusted. I don't know. I don't find it being that big of a deal to tell people that they ain't allowed. You still like them. I, you know, I imagine. And, and here's the thing. If I've ever been in that situation where somebody was like, so people go out or like they, they, they take a trip or they, they have a party or whatever it is. And I don't get the invite. I always think, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Cause if I did, I'd like to fix it. And if I didn't, um, th- that's on you then, because regardless, I'm going to go out and have myself a good time. I don't want to sit and like, have to think about like, well, how come I didn't get an invite? That's a terrible way to live. And I don't ever, I don't want somebody else. I would much rather be the guy where people are like, God, I want to go hang out with him. Instead of being that person that's like, how come nobody invites me to shit? I never get an invite. You guys never send me a text message. What about me? I don't know. If you ain't getting an invite, it's because of you. I guarantee there's been all sorts of shit that my family has not invited me to. That there's like dinner parties and there's this and that. And there's like, it just wouldn't fit. And I'm like, good. Because if you don't think I would fit, you're probably right. I don't want to be there. So, <laughs> there might be a good bit somewhere in there. Something about people inviting you and you don't want, uh, or like, you know, they drop you a line and you're like, ah, oh, man, like, God, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Like, I don't know. I guess this happened this weekend where like a relative I was supposed to meet up with on Saturday. I was like, well, just kind of, you know, hey, man, you want to grab some breakfast? Um, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got a few things going on, but I'll keep you informed. I was like, all right, all right, cool. All right, cool. And then they shoot me a line and go, yeah, by the way, because the whole time I'm like, God, I don't want to go to breakfast. I just want to like go get some work done at a coffee shop and, you know, pound some stuff out. I don't want to, I don't want to go have breakfast. Who wants to have breakfast? I'll see these people later. I don't need to get breakfast. And then they text and they're like, hey, by the way, can't make breakfast. And I'm like, what an asshole. What a dick. Guy has to cancel breakfast on me. What a dick. Meanwhile, in, in my internal monologue is like, God, I hope this guy cancels. I hope this can't. But then he does, and you get mad about it. Like, what a... I bet there's a bit in there somewhere. They can probably write it out. Speaking of bits, my goodness. Saturday afternoon, after the wedding reception, was driving back home. Now, I had heard about this comic from a few different people throughout the last couple of months and finally thought, I should probably... I should probably get on board or at least check this person out and see what it is that... You know, what their comedy is... Because I've been hearing so many good things about it. So I finally, on Saturday afternoon, fired up the uh, fired up the, the YouTube on the way back home and listened to the new special from a comedian by the name of Rosebud, uh, Rosebud Baker. My God. One of the best specials I've ever heard. One of, easily, one of the most sharpest, wittiest, funniest, Every every joke is a left turn. You never see it coming. She was so goddamn good. And I, I had heard a while ago from like a, a an acquaintance of mine that, oh, by the way, you should check out Rosebud Baker. And finally, I listened to it. And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a clip because I want you to check out what she's all about, man. This is her talking about her new 
She had just met her now husband, but this was right before they got married. I bought him a pair of Jordans. <laughs> he put those on. I was like, ugh. This looks like when somebody tries to soup up a Honda Civic. <laughs> Good joke. Yikes. It's great, though. He's a comic as well, which is nice. Because we're building a life on a foundation of laughter. It's something you can't buy. A house with. Mm, see? Funny. Yeah. It's good, though. Having two comics in a relationship, you can just roast each other all day long. Nothing's off limits. And we do that. That's all we do. We roast each other. We, we call it verbal pegging. Um... <laughs> I love it, though. It's great. Like, my, my guy, he's got a tremor in his hand. His hand, he can't help it. His hand shakes all the time. He's very weak. And, um... <laughs> so I have a lot of fun with that. Like, I'll just record him trying to eat soup. <laughs> he looks like Bernie Sanders in an earthquake, you guys. He's just desperately trying. <laughs> And then I'll send that to him in the middle of the day for no fucking reason. <laughs> Just be like, I'm never going to breed with you. <laughs> Something sweet. <laughs> and he takes it so well. He's like, I'm going to spank you for that. I'm like, you'd miss. Oh, man. Really funny. Great. Like, oh, so insightful. So truthful. She does a whole bit about having a sister who drowned. And you laugh through the entire thing, which is a really hard thing to do. But I would suggest checking her out. Her name is Rosebud Baker. Uh, she's a New York-based comic who I just found, if you live in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, she will be here January 9th, I think it is, at uh, House of Comedy in Bloomington, Mall of America. So, uh, YouTube special, I think I posted it on both my Facebook and my Twitter. You should check them out, man. She is like, lights out. Super sharp tongue, very funny. Everything she says, like everything is, you're never more than like seven words away from a punchline, which I love. I love that writing style. I love just like knocking it up or setting it up, knocking it down, setting it up, knocking it down. It's just up and down, up and down the entire time. And man, there's so many like really good unheard of comics right now, you know, that are just like, Man, and what's nice is every once in a while, like I was on uh, Spotify the other day and I was looking up a couple of comics that I had gotten a list from a friend of mine. Like, oh, you should check out this guy. He's from Colorado. And as I'm looking him up, you know, it always gives you the suggestion of like, hey, you should check out this person or whatever it is. And a couple of friends of mine were actually on that list. Like my buddy Tommy Ryman, who's from Minneapolis, like, hey, if you like this person, you should check out this person. I was like, well, I know that person. So I should check out this person. Thank you, Spotify. Speaking of Spotify, you can find this podcast on Spotify. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. we go live on Instagram. I'm Rudy Pavich. Uh, thank you guys so much. Like I said, October 22nd, Hogs Breath and Roseville. And merchandise, you can find it right now at rudypavich.com. Thank you so much once again for taking a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs> the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.